Welcome to the Tales from Travellers podcast, a show that aims to share the unique experiences of expats, travellers and those who have chosen to make a life abroad. Through our guests' unique experiences, we will explore the challenges and rewards of adjusting to a new culture, making connections, pursuing a career or even raising a family in a different part of the world. Whether you're a seasoned traveller or new to the expat lifestyle, this podcast could be an insightful tool or a fun distraction for anyone considering moving abroad. So I thought there'd be no better way to start a new podcast series than by getting to know the host. And that would be me. My name's Greg. I'm 33. I'm a digital marketing manager and I live in Basingstoke, Hampshire, not too far away from Reading, probably the most recognisable town as much as it wishes to be a city. So let's cut to the chase. Why am I doing this podcast? Well, when I was growing up, there was always those discussions that would go on. You know, I'm going to go travelling and once I finish my A-levels, before I go to uni, I'm going to take a gap year, or I'm going to take a gap year in between year two and three. Well, I've finished university, I'm going to go on a gap year. And it always sounded so easy when, when you're young, it's that kind of naivety of youth. And there was always one I wanted to do, and it was to buy a beat-up pickup truck and just drive it across Europe, go to all these different cities, these countries, meet new people, see new sights, you know, the highest highs, the lowest lows of valleys and mountains, and see amazing sights. But again, it always sounded easier than it was. You never got that that sense of reality. Okay, this is the budget, this is what you need to think about. You had to really dive into it, and to, to a few people, including me, unless you had that kind of um, like-minded group, to go in this adventure together, you um you might not do it, and then as always, you know life kind of doesn't get in the way, but those things take a back seat even when you're young. It would have been great to talk through it with someone, but I think as well because I was quite shy and nervous of one of failing as well. You 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 don't want to end up crawling back home, do you? And no, thinking that the world's more dangerous than it is. I I didn't take that opportunity. And then several years later, post-university, I was working retail, trying to find a job that I could, um, you know, make a career out of. And it was quite difficult. I was um, sending off CVs. I was dropping off um, covering letters, you know, filling out online recruitment forms. And then one day, whilst I was out on a lunchtime walk, I got a phone call from an unknown number and it was a recruiter asking if I'd be interested in living and teaching in China. And, you know, it kind of instinctively, um, I tend to overthink it. You don't think it's legit, but I thought I'd play along. And what I ended up doing was getting through the interviews. I passed the 120-hour TEFL course. And, yeah, it was real. It Next thing I know, I got the phone call saying I got... I've been accepted, and then in a, within a month, they wanted to get me on a plane and fly me out to China and um, teach TEFL, English, English as a foreign language, in a uh, school in Wenzhou, about um, four to six hours train ride from Shanghai, but it's um, like a fisherman's kind of district. It's it's um, quite fairly rural with some, some big up city areas, and yeah, I got there, and I taught there for a year. And again, there's there are so many times that you can only Google what is it like to teach in China? What kind of money do they use? What apps do I need? And if you're like me and you overthink it, you will end up Googling the same thing 17 times in 17 different ways 
just to make sure that you're not getting caught out and that you've got the best information and you still don't believe it. And with this podcast, I thought it would be great to hear it from the horse's mouth, have people who have been to these countries, they've been to these cities, they've explored it long term, short term, and they've got advice and there's amazing stories to tell, especially for those who are on the fence and people who are still waiting to get that beat up pickup truck to go across Europe. There might be someone that I'll speak to and share their story who will give you that little that little nudge saying, yeah, it is scary. It is scary. But big risk equals big rewards. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, was I nervous about going out to China? Yes, completely. But I knew it would be something that I'd regret for not taking the chance to do. And I don't regret doing it. I'm, I think it kind of taught me a lot. I learned a lot about myself and I learned about what I can do. And, you know, in terms of confidence, huge, huge amounts of confidence that I developed over that year. And in terms of speaking in front of like hundreds of people and, you know, performing like shows and just being put on stage, but then just being a teacher, you know, you just, you, you learn how to talk, you learn how, you know, how to read the room, how to read yourself and how to betray yourself. And, I went there completely blind, you know, completely ignorant. I had no teaching experience. A lot of the people that I went with were the same. They kind of just got given the call. And sharing these stories, I think, will be great for the, maybe that one person out there who might listen and realise that, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to the job interview. I'm going to say yes to my friend who wants to just wing it across Spain for a weekend. And it... Yes, it's scary, but it's it's so much easier when you have that advice from someone when it comes down to, yep, yeah, this is how you do the visa. These are the processes to renew your visa. These are the ones for, you know, over here versus over there. But even when it comes down to, you know, these are the apps you'll need on your phone. These are the apps I suggest you have on your phone. And these are things you must have on your phone. These are the things you want to take with you. These are the moments that you want to kind of remember and take your time in. These are, and even just down to, these are the sites that I suggest you go see. Or this is the, you know, the, the, the places you have to experience. So there, there are so many little stories and when it comes down to working, moving, traveling, and just advice in general that I wanted to share in a podcast as it's always something I wanted to do. And what better way than speaking initially of all the people that I know that are dotted all over the world and hear how they got there, why they went there, when do they go there, are they still there? There are so many little stories to tell, but so many you know big adventures as well. So that's kind of a bit more of the, the why. But to give you an idea on some stories and a little bit of advice from my experience, <laughs> um, awkward laugh, when... You, if you decide to go to China to work and you get told to get a VPN, get a VPN. I made the rookie mistake of going out there with the mindset of trying to save money, and that was the priority at the time. And then I quickly learned instead of investing in £6 a month for a VPN, I went out there with next to none because I also thought, you know what, this will be self improvement. I'll go out there, I'll read books, I'll learn, and um, I won't be distracted by Netflix and YouTube. Nah, nah, as, an, as a TEFL teacher, you need a VPN. And within two, three weeks, it took me a while, but I managed to get a workaround through the Great Firewall of China to get myself a VPN. 
Um, only downside was I didn't have one on my phone, so I had to basically wait. I think I think I waited a few months to buy a phone in China, a Huawei, and luckily a few of my friends who were out there did as well. And that had an app where you could just like tap each other and they would share apps between them. So I managed to download the VPN that I subscribed to onto my friend's phone and then bing it over to myself. So first advice, just get the bloody VPN. It'll make life so much more enjoyable. And even nowadays, a VPN is just a basic app to have. But that's kind of my um, probably most stupid story. And that just comes down to the point of me overthinking and not taking the word of something that I've Googled. Um, but then I did try to uh, kind of start vlogging out of it as well. Um, you might be able to find them. It's not something I want to share because I think they're terrible in hindsight. And I don't think I took full advantage of the whole vlog setup. Mistake number one and two right there. But to give you an idea on what's to come up in the next few weeks, the next few episodes of Tales from Travellers, we have got some interviews with some friends of mine, some of which who have worked on cruise ships, which is an interesting job where they've got to have these bite-sized chunks of wanderlust combined with extreme working hours and working conditions, obviously working on a kind of a floating city effectively. I've got colleagues who are still working in China, but they've bounced across different districts and different different areas of China while experiencing different schools, different pay, different experiences, and especially in a kind of post-COVID world as well, and which is almost still a current COVID world, there are still so many little stories about what it's like with culture shock out there. And even down to people who have gone out to the Middle East to be a PT after just finding a job opening from a manager they used to work with, and those who have picked up being a teacher and moved to different countries with a PGCE, but to take advantage of you know English te- English schools abroad. There are so many of these little stories, and there are some that I'm reaching out to who have started families who are living this kind of nomadic lifestyle in a converted caravan, and they're 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 really interesting as you get to dive into these 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 lives and ha- why they did it. A lot of them have a similar experience to what I've said. They were scared, they were nervous, but once they've gone out there and just, you know, waking up with a mountain outside your window or looking out across the ocean or meeting new friends or sampling new food and even, you know, even when it comes down to just living in a tent for a, for a month on end, but they get to see amazing sights and sounds. So I'm looking forward to sharing all these with you and I, I hope you do too. And I'm really looking forward to getting them out on a a weekly basis. But please feel free to subscribe to Tales from Travellers. I'll be using primarily Instagram as the platform to announce everything. And I'm working on getting all of the podcasts out on all major podcast platforms. But please stay up to date. Give us a like, give us a share, give us a comment. And, you know, as much as travelling might be, there's there's nothing more more nerve-wracking than than subjecting yourself to the, um, the court of the internet. So... But if you're out there and you'd like to share your story and like to have a chat, um, please reach out. As I mentioned, it's at Tales from Travellers on Instagram. You'll notice me by the very bright, bright blue logo with the plane on it and Tales from Travellers. But I'd love to hear your story and I'd love to share share that with the world as well. Thanks again. Thanks for joining me today and thanks for joining me on hopefully the adventure that's yet to come. Take care. Happy travels. <laughs>